a cornflake in the shape of Illinois sold on eBay for $1,350. Welcome to Simple Joe for Thursday, March 11th, 2021. Well, hello, I'm Joe. This is the show, The Simple Joe Show, where you'll hear me practice podcasting as I talk about things that strike my interest. I do this show every day just to help me become a better podcaster. To take this craft a little more seriously, you have to practice. To take anything you want to do a little more seriously, you have to practice. You have to show up every day, put in the reps, get better, take suggestions, and uh, move in the right direction. If you're listening, you may very well be the only one. So I'd really appreciate your feedback. Give me an email. Shoot me an email at joe at thesimplejoe.com. That's joe at thesimplejoe.com. You know, as I look around my house, you guys know if you've been listening for several days, at least several days, you know I've recently moved into a new home. The doors on most of the rooms are off right now because we installed carpet and the carpet is too high for the doors to shut. So I have to go through every door and fix those somehow. I guess I'm going to take the easy route and just cut the bo- <laughs> cut the bottoms off the door and put them right back on. That's the best way I can think of fixing these doors. The house the house is still in complete disarray. It's we just have to remember to progress, not perfection. Make a little bit, do a little bit every day. Make sure you do something every day. I hung up some curtain rods yesterday. Keep from people from peeking in, people from the neighborhood from peeking into the house. We uh, we still have to finish remodeling one of the upstairs bathrooms. Actually, finish remodeling both of the upstairs bathrooms, and just a lot of work to do in the kitchen yet. Just all around, still painting left to do. Still. There's literally weeks worth of work to do if we do it every day, probably months worth of work to do if we do a little bit every single day, but we're here and we can do it every day. It is a rainy morning this morning. Actually, it is 62 degrees. Heard it raining a bit outside. I think that was rain I heard outside. It is 62 degrees right now at 947 in the morning. Why am I here at 9.47 in the morning instead of 9.48 in the evening? Well, I got a really busy day ahead of me today. I have a medical procedure. I'll just leave it at that to take care of this afternoon. And I will very likely not be in shape to to do a podcast this evening. And I want to make sure I got in today's podcast. So I'm doing it this morning. Have the day off work. Took a vacation day tomorrow. And it looks like I got a long weekend ahead of me. It is 62 degrees right now at, like I said, at 947. It's 948 now. Today, we expect a high of 65 and a low of 46. Friday is going to be 61 and 35. Saturday is going to be a little cooler, 56, but sunny. And a low of 37, 50 degrees on Sunday and 49 degrees and rainy on Monday. In 1903, today, Lawrence Welk was born. He would have been 118 years old. I don't know if you remember who Lawrence Welk is, but I remember my grandma watching Lawrence Welk all the time. He was, I think he played the accordion. He was an orchestra leader. He kind of have a, he kind of had a, an, an interesting accent. I'm, I can't quite place it, but he had an interesting accent, but love beloved amongst uh, 
the older generation when I was, I remember grandma and grandpa watching Lawrence Welk, but he would have been 118 years old today. In 1931, Rupert Murdoch of Fox News was born today. He is 90 years old. Sam Donaldson from ABC News is 87 years old. He was born in 1934. Bobby McFerrin, Mr. Don't Worry, Be Happy himself. I love that song. I have a, I have a playlist every time we, we drive for vacation called Happy Music. And Don't Worry, Be Happy is on there. The song Happy by Farrell is on there. And just a, just a group of just happy, uplifting songs. I like that song, Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry, be happy. He won a Grammy, I think, in 1989 for that song and is 100% acapella. Everything you hear in that song, it comes completely from Bobby McFerrin. His voice, his body, he does some body thumping and things like that. But he is 71 years old today, born in 1950. Also 71 is Jerry Zucker from the, the airplane movies, Naked Gun, those type of movies with Leslie Nielsen and those guys, hilarious movies. Love those kind of mindless, brainless movies. Nice, good twist on comedy. Uh, <laughs> Surely you can't be serious. I am serious and don't call me Shirley. That comes from, I think, Airplane. But yeah, Jerry Zucker's responsible for those movies. He is 71 years old today. He was born in 1950. Jesse Jackson Jr., son of Jesse Jackson, is 56 years old today. He was born in 1965. And Terrence Howard, American actor, was born today and my phone is going off i forgot to turn that down so you can probably hear that beeping in the background i got a phone call last night that i should not have taken somebody wanted to help me fix my computer man if if people are still falling for that scam i don't know what to tell you read up on this thing man because people are just getting getting scammed left and right still get a ton of of car warranty calls i get a call from an apology call from my electric company "Quote unquote electric company for the high for the overcharging they've been uh, they've been doing, and I'm going to get now I'm going to get a thirty percent rate reduction. It's just a a scam to get me to change change uh, electric companies, electric providers, gas and electric providers. They uh, like I said, this call last night uh, obviously was not from the United States. Uh, you could tell it was some kind of boiler room." Guy wanted to help me fix my computer. Said he was from Microsoft or something like that. Said they found found a virus and he's called to fix my computer. Like I said, if people are still falling for that one, my gosh, come on, come on. Yeah. So that was my phone going off. I don't know. Did I read Terrence Howard? Yeah, Terrence Howard, American actor, turns fifty two years old today. Born in nineteen sixty nine. And if if it is your birthday today, happy birthday! Congratulations, you made it through another year. What are you going to do to make next year great? Uh, Savior to bakers uh, all across the land. Self-rising flour was invented today by Harry, uh, Henry Jones of Britain in 1845. Here's the deal. Okay, let's go right into a here's the deal. Would I rather be in a quiet room with somebody tapping their foot or somebody clicking a pen. A quiet room with somebody tapping their foot or clicking a pen. I'm going to say I would rather be in a room with somebody tapping their foot. I think I can handle that a little better. I can't see them tapping their foot. So that takes one that takes one sense out of it. One source of distraction out of it. 
Um, so I, I probably tapping their foot. I've been, I've interviewed people many times where they have some kind of some kind of tick, some kind of little habit that they're doing. Shut folding a paper, um, rolling something, whatever it might be, uh, messing with their collar, things like that. But it seems to me that that the most common is clicking a pen. And I find myself doing it as well. A nervous little tick, a nervous little habit. But that's most common. Clicking whenever I've I've been interviewing people for a job or whatever it might be. Uh, clicking their pen. I hear that a lot. Clicking their pen. I've even heard it when I've done interviews over on uh, my other podcast, which is on hiatus, hopefully kicking it off soon at On Faith's Edge at On Faith On Faith's Edge at On Faith's Edge dot com, where you can hear them in the background. Click, 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 click. So, would I rather be in a quiet room with somebody tapping their foot or clicking their pen? I would have to say tapping their foot. I think I can withstand a foot tapping much, much better than watching and hearing somebody clicking their pen. Let's go back to a list. I found a list of top 10 self-help books by all of all time listed by copy sold. So this is just by copy sold. No real opinions here other than the number of books sold. And as I go through this list, I'm surprised how many I have not read. And I consider myself a an avid reader. I, I probably read a book a month, although this month has been almost non-existent when it comes to book reading because uh, I've been moving and some other stuff kind of got in the way. I'm out of my morning routine. I have to get back into a morning routine. I have to figure it out here in the new place. It's so funny how environment affects our routines, right? We we walk into a certain room and certain things happen. It's all about habit building, habit stacking. We walk into a certain room that triggers a certain sense or a certain feeling, which triggers a certain action, which which builds upon itself. Well, I have none of those triggers here. I have to develop all new, at least environmental triggers, uh, rooms I walk into and things I see on the wall and things like that. You don't even notice pictures and the way a, a room is shaped and so forth that develop that that build habits for you. And once you've eliminated all those, you're suddenly just floundering. I feel like some sometimes I'm just floundering. I'm way out of my routine. I'm sleeping later than I normally would sleep. I'm going to bed later than I normally would go to bed. I'm not eating like I would normally eat. Just 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 uh out of out of a lot of good habits and routines i've got to i've got to make a point of that this weekend to start start building up some good habits and good routines and get back in it not use this this new house as as an excuse so let's get into the list top 10 self help books of all time by copies sold and i'm surprised how many of how many of these books that i've not read like i said i'm a pretty avid reader read a read a book a month about uh but I'm surprised how many I have not read. I've read a couple of these, but let's go through 10 through 6 today and we'll do 5 through number 1 tomorrow. Number 10, The Power of Positive Thinking. Over 20 million copies sold. 
If quality of life and personal satisfaction is your goal, this book offers a strategy to achieve just that. Through affirmations and visualizations, Norman Vincent Peale demonstrates in his book how positive thinking can be cultivated. It has remained one of the most popular self-improvement books since its release in 1952. Norman Vincent Peale is is one of those um, great-grandfathers of the self-help movement with this book, The Power of Positive Thinking. Uh, What's that other one by... About wealth, think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill is another one, and I don't even see this one. I don't know if this one, this I'm not going to say. I'm just looking at ten through ten through six right now. I'm not sure if that book is on the list. But number ten, the power of positive thinking. Number nine, the secret, uh, published in 2006, the secret by Rhonda Byrne quickly reached the top ten best-selling self-help books of all time based on a simple premise. The premise says that what we think has the power to attract both good and evil in our lives. Thus, the secret explains how this law of attraction can serve to attain the best life. How this law of attraction can serve to attain the best life has to offer. The secret has sold 20 million copies. I started a book called the, what was the book? The last law of attraction, the only law of attraction, the last law of attraction book you'll ever read. I started that book, didn't finish it for the same reason I said before, just out of my routine, didn't finish the book. I do want to finish that book, whether I agree with the premise or not. I think it's important to go through the book, take out the golden nuggets that I can and just see where it takes me. So at number nine, the secret over 20 million copies sold at number eight, the Celestine Prophecy. Never heard of this book, and it's number eight in the book. I, th- I hope I'm Celestine Prophecy. I hope I'm saying that right. He sold 23 million copies. Unique among the best-selling self-help books, The Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield describes the author's spiritual and psychological, psychological journey via the deciphering of a Pervian manuscript. Keen insights reflective of ancient Eastern traditions are revealed. The book is ideal for exploring new age spirituality and ways to succeed during difficult life transitions. So that's the Celestine Prophecy, over 23 million copies sold at number eight. Never heard of the book. Doesn't sound like a book I really want to check out, to be quite honest with you. Number seven, Who Moved My Cheese? Over 23 million copies sold. Perhaps the only fable among the best-selling self-help books on the list This one by Spencer Johnson attained notoriety quickly. The tale describes four common reactions of people dealing with change in their work and their lives. And as a fable, it invites the reader to relate to these reactions and learn from them. I think I read this book by Spencer Johnson years and years ago. Here's the problem. I can't tell you anything about the book. So if I read it, it did me no good. I I don't even have any notes or journals or anything like that reading this book who moved my cheese by spencer johnson is number seven on the list 23 million copies sold like i said i think i read that book number six and i'm surprised i didn't read this next book i think i bought it sat on my shelf and then years later gave it to goodwill (laughs) having never read it i can't believe i didn't read this book i think it's a little book probably an easy read don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff over 25 million copies sold 
We all know too well that stress undermines many of life's pleasures. In Richard Carlson's book, he provides 100 tips on how to put things in the proper perspective. Through perspective, we can rid ourselves of unnecessary stress and lead a fuller life. This book's straightforward approach has helped millions and placed it among the best-selling self-help books of all time. So that's number six, don't sweat the small stuff. So just to kind of review this list again, these are the top 10 self-help books, 10 through six, simply by copies sold, not by opinion, just by copies sold. Number 10, The Power of Positive Thinking. Number nine, The Secret. Number eight, The Celestine Prophecy. Number seven, Who Moved My Cheese? Number eight, Don't... Number seven, Who Moved My Cheese? Number six, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff and It's All Small Stuff. So let's wrap that up for today. You can reach out to me on Twitter if you want to at at for Joe Taylor. That's at F-O-R-J-O-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R on Twitter. And if you like the show, I would really appreciate it if you told a couple friends. But if you do, set their expectations. Tell them that this is just this guy in Cincinnati practicing podcasting. He does some interesting stuff sometimes. And if you get some value out of it, I'd appreciate it if you told somebody else about it. My website is thesimplejoe.com. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. And I will talk with you tomorrow. Take care.